Hi, and thank you for tuning into the Campus Rush Podcast. We know that this episode today is going to bless your life and take your vision to the next level. We hope that you can share it, subscribe, and be a part of what God is doing right here at Carleton University, around the world, at Campus Rush. Hey, I want to minister for a few minutes out of Psalms 23, verse 1 to 3, or 1 to 4. Um, we're in this series, The Good Shepherd, last week, um, uh, my uncle brought down a, a great word, a really, really great, were you blessed by his ministry last week? Yeah, the bishop, really, really great ministry last week, and uh, prior to that, my father has been around, uh, speaking about my sheep, hear my voice, that was amazing. So we're going to get into this topic tonight, the good shepherd. I laid some foundation last week, or you know, two weeks ago, but I want us to really dive into this. Anchor scripture, Psalm 23, verse 1 uh, to 3. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down. Are you going to turn it on or off? I'm very confused here. It's like Ottawa weather. You want to be hot or cold or what you want? Like, let me know. It's good. <laughs> you can keep it off. It's fine. Keep it like this. Jesus is Lord. Amen. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Amen to the reading of the word. Who was a shepherd and what did they do? A shepherd is a person who literally tends to sheep. Shepherd is a person who tends to sheep. And I was you know, amazed when doing some research, I realized that shepherds literally are on duty 24-7. Literally, they're on duty 24-7. They're watching after sheep. That's all that they do. All they do is watch after sheep. You know, and it's incredibly you know, interesting to note in this scripture that the author of the scripture is none other than David. Someone shout David. David, we all know, was a shepherd. He was a shepherd. So for David to write this scripture means that he has a different revelation about this. If David is saying, the Lord is my shepherd, it's because he understands the duty of a shepherd. So he's saying, you know what, I've been a shepherd for so long that I actually can say that the things that I'm doing for these sheep, God definitely does for me. You know what God does? He comes to the lowest point of our lives and cleans us up. And then he's still there with us at the highest points of our life. You see, that's what a good shepherd does. A good shepherd doesn't doesn't beat or or doesn't harass or or, uh, discipline, you know, the sheep uh, in a way that is, that, is, that is cruel, but he disciplines the sheep knowing that the sheep can become greater and become better. If you know you're designed to be better, let me just see by raising hand, you're designed to be greater, you're designed to be better. Now put those two hands together, give God a glory right there. For my note takers, how many note takers do I have here? Y'all take notes? Good, good, good. All right, cool. If you're not taking notes, I need you to take out your phone right now. We're not going on Instagram and we're not going on, on Twitter. I want you to take out your phone, go to your notepad right now, and I want you to write these three things down, okay? These three things. I'm talking to you about the role of a shepherd, the role of a shepherd. I want to create a foundation so that when I begin to fly in the next coming weeks, that you understand everything based off of this foundation, okay? The role of a shepherd. The shepherd primarily does three main things. Number one, the shepherd leads the sheep. Shepherd leads the sheep, okay? It's the first thing a shepherd does. The shepherd, what does he do? Leads the sheep, okay? Number two, write this down. The shepherd protects the sheep from predators. The shepherd protects the sheep from predators. Predators such as bears, lions, other animals. The sheep from predators. And number three, to round this off, the shepherd cares for the sheep when they are injured. 
Number three is the shepherd cares for the sheep when they are injured. Okay, let's recap this. Number one is what? The shepherd does what? Okay, let me hear everybody. 100% participation. The shepherd does what? Number one. Number two, what does he do? And number three, what does he do? Let's do that one more time so we all get it. The shepherd does what? Number one. Number two. Num great. And number three. Amazing. So, so Psalms 23 verse 1 says, the Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. Okay? I'm, not, I'm just going based off of verse 1. The Lord is your shepherd. Say that for me. Say the Lord. Lord. Say that a little louder. Say the Lord, Lord is my shepherd. One more time. Say the Lord, Lord is my shepherd. So if the Lord is your shepherd, it means that we are sheep, right? If the Lord is your shepherd, it means that we are sheep. And with this, it then means that if the Lord is your shepherd and we are sheep, then all the three points you put down is not just the role of a shepherd to random sheep out there, but it's the role of God in our affairs, in our life, right? So number one is what? If the Lord is a shepherd, that means that the Lord literally leads us. The Lord leads me. You know, it's interesting because when I started this ministry five years ago, I can't say that it was anything of my doing. All I can say is that the Lord led me. Some of you guys, if you look down in your life, you'll be able to know that God has literally led you through every aspect and corner of your life. Yes or no? God has led you. I mean, there's times where we honestly, we try to rebel and we just don't want to listen to what he's saying. But it doesn't mean that he's still not leading us. The Lord has led us. I mean, he led you here and I'm so grateful for it. Because it means that if you stepped into this place tonight, it means your destiny is about to turn around in Jesus' name. I prophesy to five of you who are still alive in this building. Your destiny is about to turn around. Your, I said your destiny is about to turn around. I'm speaking to some students right now. I said your academics are about to turn around. I know it's midterm season. I said your academics are about to turn around. I speak to your finances. I say that your finances will turn around in Jesus' name. If the Lord is our shepherd, it means he leads us, number one. Number two, what does it mean? It means that if the Lord is our shepherd and we are his sheep, it means that God protects us as well. You know there were times that you shouldn't have made it out. How many real folks do I have here tonight? You see, I love intimate settings like this because we get to grow together. How many of you know for sure this year there was a time you shouldn't have made it out, but God protected you? Come on, let me see. Let me see. Wow, wow, wow. And if you don't have a reason for it, let me tell you something. In the night, do you know how many... Uh, how many forces of darkness in the night wanted to take you out while you were sleeping? Do you know how many times your body may have tried to fail you while you were sleeping last night, but God protected you? Oh, man, that's a reason to give him glory right there. I said, God, God protected you. I'm not going to move on until we give him a worthy praise. I said, God protected you. He protected you. God, he protected you. You weren't supposed to make it out, but God protected you. Turn, tap somebody, say, God protected me. You were driving in the winter in January and your car skid, but God protected you. My God. You walked out of your house. You almost slipped on black ice, but God protected you. I feel apostolic. I want to preach tonight. I said, you, you went into the exam hall and you know you didn't study the way you should have. You should have failed, but God protected your father and your mother and your siblings. Don't serve God, but because you're in the house of God has protected you. Your destiny should have collapsed a long time ago, but God protected you. Oh, my God. Oh, he protected you. Someone shout, God protected me. Oh, he protected me. 
Please be seated. You know why I love that God takes on the characteristics of a shepherd? You know why I love it so much? Because shepherds have a watchful eye. That's what they have to, they have to have a watchful eye. Hey, chief, you're here? <laughs> you have to have a watchful eye. That means that in the midst of thousands of sheep, God still has an eye for you. A lot of people think that in corporate settings like this, God doesn't care about you. He cares about a movement. God cares about a movement, but he cares more about the people in the movement. Yeah. Yeah, can, can I talk tonight? He cares about your individual life. You know what? God, he cares about you so much because he even knows the amount of hair on your head. He knows the amount of breath that are in your lungs. He knows your start date and your end date. He knows your beginning, your genesis, and your exodus, your end. He knows every single last bit of your life because the shepherd has a watchful eye. That means that no demon from hell can come and take away what God has planted in you. Because the shepherd has a watchful eye. The shepherd has a watchful eye. You're grateful for his watchful eye. Number three, God cares for us. How many times do you know that you felt you were sick? You know that you should have died. Like the sickness that was in you was like, man, this thing is crazy. But God cared for you. And you know what I love much more about God is that not only does he care about our physical needs, but he cares about our emotional well-being. Yeah, that guy broke your heart, but God came and comforted you. He cares about your emotional health. He cares about your mental health. He actually cares about you. He does. And many times we think that this, this God thing is a figment of our imagination. It's just some big power. Okay, if it's a big power, then explain to me how we are still standing today. But by the grace of God, but by the grace of God, he's not just a shepherd because uh, he, he's up there, but I love it so much because we're in this series called The Good Shepherd. Someone shout good shepherd. Do you know what the word good means, Nick? The word good means that I am licensed. Good means literally means that somebody is licensed, somebody is equipped. It, it means that, that someone literally has the qualifications, they're qualified. So not only is God a shepherd, but he's a qualified shepherd. No, to be qualified means that you have to be tested. That means that God has been tried and tested within himself. To know that you can trust him. So where my, where my, 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 my I guess my knowledge kind of fails me, where I grow weary in my understanding, is in instances where we as human beings fail to trust in the God who's qualified. He's qualified. Like He's qualified. He's licensed. <laughs> he, he knows what he's doing, yet we fail to trust him. I pray that our trust level will go up tonight. That's really why I came here. I pray that you will trust God more than you've ever trusted him at any day in your life. That from this moment forward, you will trust God and you will lean into him. Shout amen. amen. Shout a louder amen. amen. You know, because God is licensed, it means this. It means that because he's qualified and he's not just a shepherd, but a good shepherd, it means that every good shepherd knows exactly where they're taking their sheep. Yeah. The fact that you're a shepherd means that you know, I can't go to this ground because there are lions there. I can't go to this ground because there are bears there. The fact that we serve a God who is a good shepherd means that he has you exactly where he needs you. Many times we try to rush what God is doing, but he has you right where he needs you. Just repeat that after me. Say, God has me right where he needs me. It may not be where you want to be, but it's where you need to be. Yeah. It may not be where you want to be, but it's exactly where you need to be. So then that's when God whispered into my ear and said that we have to, as believers, as a church, stop trying to play and become the role of a shepherd. 
A lot of us want to lead our own lives. Direct ourselves to a place. Bring ourselves to still water. We, we want to do the job of God. But if we can be honest, we've been trying to do it and it's not really working out too well for us because that's not our natural design. We were designed to be dependent on a good shepherd. We were designed to be dependent on God who is the ultimate qualified licensed shepherd. So the, the, the more that we don't lean into who he is, the more that we struggle in our But I pray that that's changing tonight. I really do. I really, are you with me? I really pray that that's changing tonight. We'll lean into who he is. We'll lean into all he has for us. Come on, let's give him praise right there. Yeah. You know, we run into issues when we begin to doubt that God is not bringing us to where we need to be. Not, not bringing us to where we would be. I, wouldn't, I would never compare myself to the good shepherd in that God, although there are similarities and pastors are called shepherds. But I would definitely say that I have a gift of directions. Uh, if you've ever driven with me before, you know that even, if I, like I literally sometimes, I purposely turn off the GPS because I trust that I know exactly where I'm going. Like, anybody like that you have a good sense of direction? Anybody like that? There's a very few of us. Very few of us. We're special, aren't we? We're special people. <laughs> you guys are also special, but we're special people. <laughs> You're not blessed with directions. What are you talking about? Look at this guy. I mean, you can literally drop me in the Sahara Desert at the back end of Kumasi. <laughs> you can drop me in Kinshasa. I'll find a way somehow, some way. I will say, hey, listen, I don't even need a GPS. I just know that if I make a left here, it only makes sense that whoever planned this place, it has to link up to a main road somehow, some way. It just has to. Like... I'll keep making left turns and left turns and left turns until I get to where I'm going. Anybody with me tonight? <laughs> and, you know, you know, the funniest thing about it is that Pastor Ryan and I have been friends for a long time. And when he first moved to the city of, of, of Ottawa, please come for a second. When he first moved to the city of Ottawa, I picked him up from the Greyhound Station on Catherine. And what are the words that I told you once I picked you up? Oh. <laughs> I should have reminded you. You know the words. Wow, this is crazy. This is killing my son. <laughs> I said, welcome to... Welcome to my city. There it is. I picked him up in my blue Murano. I had a Murano back then. My blue Murano I had out of high school. Effortlessly light. <laughs> and I drove him and I picked him up. And as I picked him up and I put his bags in the car from the ground station, I said, Ryan, welcome to my city. And he didn't take it seriously. He thought that this guy, what do you mean you're from Toronto? Like, you're a phony Ottawa guy. You're from Toronto. I said, listen, welcome to my city. Because it only takes me a couple of weeks to get to know the landscape of a place. And he didn't believe that. I'm sure there were many times we were driving. Back then, there was really no GPS or anything like that. He'd be in our car and he'd be like, yo, do you know where you're going? I said, right, didn't I tell you? Welcome to my city. I had no idea where I was going. <laughs> no idea where I was going. But you know what? I'm so grateful because God doesn't even have natural abilities. God is a supernatural force. That means that, like I said last time on Sunday, he plans your end from beginning. 
So why do you worry about where you are if he knows your end goal? Who am I talking to tonight? Thank you. Who am I preaching to? Who is this word for tonight? Why do you keep worrying about what is the outcome of what is going to happen? I don't know what I'm going to do after university, but you're here. If you weren't, do you think God would have brought you here if there was no plan for you? Come on. He's the good shepherd. That means he leads his sheep. We are led by him. The only way that you land up in a place that you're not supposed to is if you don't yield to his voice. Because my sheep here is simple. It's simple. You see, the gospel is so simple. It's Christians that make it difficult. So people don't like coming to church because people act so spooky in church. Oh, am I talking to somebody tonight? Church people are so spooky. They're so weird. No, no, no. You can still come to church and be fly. You, I mean, you can still come to church and do your thing. But we have to understand that if God has brought us to a place just like he's brought many hundreds of us into one building, it means that he's also leading us to a place. He will never gather a people to leave them in a place. The children of Israel were called out of Egypt to the promised land. You are always called out of something to something. God will never bring you from something to let you die in a thing. He'll bring you from something to go to a thing. So what was supposed to take 40 days and 40 nights became 40 years and 40 nights. Why? Because people weren't yielding to the voice of God. They weren't, they weren't yielding to the voice of God. So what happens when you are led by the good shepherd? Let's see the benefits of this and then we'll close. Are you, are you enjoying this word tonight? Let's see the benefits of this and then we'll close, okay? It says, the Lord is my shepherd. This is all just verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. So because the Lord is my shepherd, what's the next verse? I shall not. No. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. Another word for want is lack. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. That means that you don't lack wisdom. You, you don't lack creativity. You don't lack energy. You, you don't lack spontaneity. You, you don't lack anything. Because the Lord is your shepherd. I pray that you will receive everything you've been looking for tonight in Jesus' name. No, no, I pray that you would. Come on, give God some praise. I, I pray that you would. You would receive everything that God has for you. If the Lord is your shepherd, it means you shall not want. It says this, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. See, when God brings you to a place of green pastures, what it's actually saying is he's bringing you to a place of peace and tranquility. I prophesy over your life. Any area of your life that is not peaceful, God is bringing tranquility to that place. Yeah, you know, you don't believe it. Let me say it again. I said God is bringing tranquility to that area of your life. Yeah. Yeah, he's bringing peace to that place of your life. And it says this, he leads me beside still waters. He leads me beside still waters. See, the great thing about the scripture is we keep seeing the word lead, lead, lead. Because shepherds lead. God has to lead you to a place. That's why I tell people, I say, listen, if you're not called to this church, find another church. Because God has to lead you to a place. Yeah. He has to lead you. He has to literally has to lead you. How will God lead you? How do you know your, your, God is leading you? Because you will hear a voice. If it's not through in your spirit, somebody will come up to you. You will see signs. You, something will happen that you know, this is where I have to be. God will lead you to a place. It says he leads me beside still waters. The, the important part to note about this scripture right before I wrap up is that sheep cannot drink water that is running. They have to drink still water. 
So what that actually means in that verse is that God knows exactly what you need, even down to the specific things. He knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what you need. He, he's not going to bring you to a place that is going to upset you, but he's going to bring you to a place that even if it upsets you, it's for the glory of God to be seen through you. Do you have a witness of somebody who's been through some dirt, but you know that God is just trying to get glory out of? Oh, my. Do I have anybody here? You, you've been through some stuff. Like, you thought God was leading you to running water. You're like, God, you know I can't do running water. Why you, why you, I can't, my nature is sheep will drown in water that is running. Search it up. They can't be around water that is running. They need to be in still waters. So maybe sometimes you're looking at yourself saying, God, why do you keep leading me to places that look like the water is running? Why are you leading me to a place that I feel is going to kill me? But God's word to the church tonight is that it's not going to kill you. It's going to make you stronger. I feel like preaching tonight. If he's leading you to a place, it's because he has a purpose for that place. Every place God brings you to as sheep is on purpose, for purpose. A couple of weeks ago, we, we preached a sermon called Crushed on Purpose. And we ended up the sermon saying that we are crushed on purpose for purpose. God will always crush you on purpose, but never to crush you to keep you there. Crush you to lead you to a place for purpose. Your pain is part of your promise. Your scar is part of your testimony. Everything you've been through is because God is leading you to a place. Let's just finish up the verse. It says, he restores my soul. This is the benefits of the good shepherd. He restores my soul. To, to, for your soul to be restored means that he brings healing to your emotions, healing to your mind, healing to your intellect. It says, he leads me in the path of righteousness. Meaning that he will always bring you to a place that is not contrary uh, to, to his voice for you, but he'll bring you to a place that is exactly in the design of God for your life. And the last one is that he, 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 for his name's sake, the reason why he leads you that is because of his name. He wants his name to be glorified in your life. Let's be up on our feet. I'm not preaching long today. I know we have a bunch of party stuff to do. I'll keep digging. We're going to keep going in this topic until we understand the role of God, the role of a shepherd in your life. The role of a shepherd in your life. It's important. It's important. He's the good shepherd. He's the good shepherd. You know, Sally, in the scripture, we um, find something so interesting. And I, and I touched on it on our Monday meet, our team night meeting. But we touched on the fact that God was whispering to us but obviously through the lens of a shepherd saying wouldn't you leave the 99 for the one how many of my team members remember that message on monday wouldn't you leave the 99 for the one you see the role of a shepherd is that even as he cares for you is that he knows how many he has at his hand so if there were a hundred sheep that god would be watching over if even one leaves god knows you see, tonight is a great night because tonight is a night where we're restoring individuals who are the one back to the sheep. Yeah. And it may be that you've left, you've gone, you know, and it may not be that I'm totally out of the church, but you could even be in the church and still be the one. 
I'm here, but I feel lonely. I'm here, but I don't feel loved. I'm serving God, but I still feel empty. You're operating with, with, with signs of the one. Because when you're a part of the 99, you're a part of the 100, you're a part of the sheepfold. You are to benefit from everything I just read. You should not want. You should be enjoying still waters. Your soul should be restored. You should be led in the path of righteousness. If this is not your experience, then you may be in a position whereby you may be that one. I know I'm a sheep, but I don't feel that God loves me. Like, I don't feel that that love right now. So that didn't come to impress you with theology tonight. I didn't come here to impress you with good speech. I came to propose something to you. That we have a good shepherd, and his name is Jesus Christ. And on this day, in this room, on this campus, the good shepherd is here. Yeah. The good shepherd is here to just welcome you back. And it's not that you've left, it's to welcome you back into communion and fellowship with him. Relationships over religion. You just hold the hand of your neighbor right there. Every head bowed, every eye closed. The good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd. I want you to just pray out for the one on your right as we welcome the band to come out. Just pray that. Whatever area, even if you're watching online, I know we have people watching all over the world online right now. Whatever area in your life you feel that God is almost neglecting on this journey, that right now you would come alive to the fact that he's never left you. The truth is, because he's the good shepherd, he knows exactly they will experience the love of God. John 10, 14 says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Pray that the person on your right, the person on your left, will experience the revival of love that is to be brought back in. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Parabasoya. Jesus, 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 yeah, Jesus, Jesus. Now listen to me, church, tonight. I want to pray for some people here tonight. 
But the people that I'm looking for, the people I'm praying for tonight, are those that are saying, Pastor, I know that I'm a child of God. I know that I'm chosen by God. I know that I'm here. I know. I know that I belong to God. But I just, sometimes I don't feel that he's there. I know I'm a sheep. I know I'm supposed to hear his voice, but sometimes I can't hear him. I'm looking for honest people right now. I told myself, you know, many of you know, I told myself, I would never do this, what I'm doing, if I didn't think it was real. Because if this thing was fake, oh, Lord. Believe you me, I would not be here right now on this Thursday night. The reason why I'm here is because God changed my life. I, I, I came alive to the fact that not only was I loved by God, but I came alive to the fact that because I'm a sheep and he's my shepherd, I will never lack a good thing. That he will always bring me beside still waters. He will restore my soul. Those are promises that he gives because I'm identified as a sheep and he's my shepherd. I'm here for the child of God that says, Pastor, I'm a child of God. My relationship with him is completely lost. I, I barely read my word. I'm a Christian in title, but I'm not a Christian in deed. Every head bowed, just come to me. I need this altar. I want to pray for you. Just come to me. Wherever you are, just come to me. Don't feel shy. Come to me now. Come to me. Come to me. Yeah. I see you. 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 I don't care what position you are. I see you. I see you. I see you. God bless you. I see you. I see you. Yeah. Keep coming. I see you. I see you. There's more room at this altar. There's room at the cross. Come down. I see you. I see you. Yeah, I see you, my man. I see you, my God. I see you. There's more room at the cross. There's room at the cross. There's room. There's room at the cross. There's room. There's room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call myself a Christian. I call myself a child of God. I call myself a sheep. This thing, I can't hear him. I can't feel him. I can't, like, is this real? It's not showing in my life. I come to church, but I still lack. How? Come down. I want to pray for you. I'm waiting for two more people. You know it's you. Come down. Your heart is beating right now. Come to this altar. Don't think about it. Come down. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one I was waiting for. Yeah. That's you. Waiting for you. Yeah. 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 I'm waiting for you. My man. I'm waiting for you. That's my God. Yeah. Every head bowed. Can you say something for us? That's it. That's it. That's who you are. That's it. That's who you are. That's it. So I am. Yeah. So I am. There's room at the cross. Keep coming. So There's, room. There's room. There's room. There's room. There's room. There's room. Woo! Sing it out. Say. That's who you are. That's who you are. Yeah. Time of love. That's who I am. 
Stretch our hands to heaven as we sing it all over this place. Let's worship your good altar right now. Say, Heavenly Father, let me hear you. Let's all repeat it together. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today to renew my covenant with you. I am your child. And right now, I vow to come back. I vow to serve you. I vow to be back with you. Tonight, I give myself to you once more. Take me as I am and make me into who you want me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to stay right there. My ministry team is going to come and just stand with you. And they're going to hold hands with you. They're going to hug you. They're going to pray for you. They're going to tell you words of life. They're going to tell you who God has designed you to be. Ministry team, would you come? My pastors and guys, would you just come and let's do this shot. Come on, quick guys, quick guys. No long prophecy things, just quick, quick, quick. Just lay hands and hug them and love them back to life. Love them back to life. Love them back to life. I need some more ladies up here. Love them back to life. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love them back to life. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, that's it. Come on, hug them, love them back to life, love them back to life. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is destiny shifting night. This is a destiny shifting type of night tonight. Blessing, would you come here? Would you come and hug these girls? 
give God some glory. There is such a restoration, such a grace in this place to be restored. Oh my gosh. Now I have to do this in this atmosphere before I leave. I know those that came here may have had a relationship with Jesus, but if you have no relationship with Jesus, like what I'm saying today is like you don't understand what I'm saying. Like, and that's all right. You said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know this Jesus. I don't know about this shepherd, but I want to give my life to Jesus. If that's you, I want you to just, on the count of three, just raise your hand right where you are. If that's you, I want to pray for you. You're saying, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to come back. I want to give my life to Jesus. On the count of three, just raise your hands and I'll pray for you. One, two, three. If that's you, let me see by raise your hands. You want to give your life to Jesus tonight? Anybody want to give their life to Jesus? You've tried everything else. You want to try Jesus. Anybody else? One, two, three, go. Amen. Come on. Can we give God glory that we're all saved? Oh, yeah. Can we give God glory that we are saved? We are saved by grace. We are saved. We are saved. We are saved. We are saved. Guys, this revolution that's going on in Hollywood is not fake. What is happening is there is an awakening to the fact that money cannot bring you happiness. Fame does not heal and fill the void in your heart. Only Jesus can. The message we've been preaching for years, now the whole world 
is trying to now buy into what we've been preaching for years is that if God can change my life then he can change your life we were on our road to the darkest deepest despair of life but then God came with his power and transformed us and gave us a second chance if stars are coming to Jesus why are you still in the world trying to chase for what somebody has and they've come to Jesus for? You have Jesus. You don't need money. Once you have Jesus, he brings the money to you. Once you have Jesus, he brings hope to you. He gives you restoration of heart. He brings you the joy, the peace that surpasses all understanding. These are things that money cannot buy. Money can't buy it. Trust me, I've tried it. We've all tried it. But we're here, not because we like to gather and do cool things. No, but we believe in the power of Jesus Christ and the saving power of Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful that you're saved one last time because he's here in the room. Give it up to our Savior, the one who's redeemed us, the one who saved us, the one who's made us whole. Come on, you can do better than that. You can do better than that. Musicians are making whole albums about it. All least we can do is make some noise about it. We love you, Lord. Woo. God, we love you. We love you so much, Jesus. Thank you so much for your power tonight, for your grace and your mercy that is here. We give you all the glory and adoration. Seal this presence with signs, miracles, and wonders. In the matchless and mighty name of Jesus, we've prayed. Amen. Amen. Please just give somebody a high five or a hug as I invite the ushers up for offering time. And we go. Please be seated right where you are. Yeah. If you need an envelope for, for offering time, just raise your hand. I see hands all over this place. We believe in giving in this church. That's one thing we stand by. We believe in giving. Please, I need my envelope. Raise your hands. The ushers will come. I see so many hands all over this place. Please, let's so get ready. So if you want to text to give, the number is 613-706-4031. There it is. There's interact machines at the back as well. And I, I, I hate when people say that young people don't have money or that students are poor or that. I, I hate that because it's not true. We put our money where our heart is. We put our money where we want it to go. Yeah. And so if your heart is here, let your treasure be here as well. Amen. We're giving to God tonight. On a night like Halloween, what way to give God a seat? stand up on our feet. We're going. We're just going to pray over our offering tonight. Let's be up on our feet. If you're watching by way of online and you want to give as well, you can do that. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence that is manifest in here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that you're here. We're giving our seed assignments tonight. 
we're decreeing and declaring good things over it. It will bring forth good fruit in its season. Open up your mouth right where you are. Begin to speak over the seed that is in your hands. Speak. Give your seed a direction. I don't believe in throwing money. No. I believe in sowing seeds. It's brought me this far. So why should I stop? Open up your mouth right where you are. Father, we speak over this seed. We speak. Bring back in its season. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. God bless you as you give tonight. Thank you for tuning in to the Campus Rush Podcast. If you enjoyed this message and want to partner with us, visit us at www.campusrush.org to become a global partner or to partner with us in giving.